what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions, that's daily devotions, become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but we don't deny that they're ridiculous. Ooh, the review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. In regards to the government and the media, they deny that they are ridiculous. <laughs> See, denial is not just a river in Egypt. Get it? Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because a friend called me up and said, get back on radio. That's why I'm on the radio. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. And we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So we're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, in your life, who has spoken to you from the Lord, and are you praying for them? Ah, bah, 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 bah. Hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, this is a great place to share it. We don't want those things to die of loneliness. It's not difficult to touch base with us. We won't make fun of you much. No, no, we won't make fun of you at all. We're just kidding. You just got to give us a buzz. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you'll get in touch with Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a dynamite. <laughs> that's our Dynamite D. When you talk to Dynamite D, that's like that unbelievably great smell in the morning of your favorite coffee. And you can just smell it and you're like going, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. Do you drink coffee at all? Sometimes I don't drink it as much anymore, but I used to. You a used to drink bit. it a lot. I a love, little. I love the smell of coffee. It's it does. A, it smells fresh. It's got a great smell to it, doesn't it? It really does. See, there's an old saying. So redemption is in the blood, but waking up is in the coffee. Mm. <laughs> there you go. All right. So uh, bottom line, you can reach out to us by phone. Nothing will happen that we know of. You can also text us two one four two one zero eight four eight three. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send us an email, david at hemusincrease.org. As you know, the other day I messed this up, but it does not have to be supercalifragilisticexpialidocious at hemusincrease.org. So you got to write that down. That's it. That's, that's it right, right there. That's right. 
Uh, you just got to make it David. <laughs> David at hemustincrease.org. Also, we're going to send you up to the website, as we often do. A couple things to keep you aware of. I'll touch you about Noel in a little bit. Don't forget about our ambassadors program. We want you to become an ambassador. If you don't have some of the ambassador materials, here's the whole material. It's a bulletin. It's a trifold bulletin. You put it in your car. If the Lord puts it on your heart, you give it to somebody. If he doesn't, you don't. That's it. <laughs> you don't check in. You don't. There's no accountability. We just send it to you. And you know, maybe you're like, hey, I like it. That's cool. You know, we uh, we did our best on the last ones. The lines are a little off, but yeah, yeah. So are we. So that's fine. Uh, you can check that stuff out on the website. There's a video on there that tells you all about it. Plus, we have a few other things that we are glad to give you. Additionally, on the website is a place to give, which we highly encourage because without the giving, we don't have a show. That's up. So if you can do it, great. If you don't want to do it through the website, we tell you how to do it outside of the website. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Yep. That is the sound of the overall flower sales in all of the uh, industries uh, across the country in regards to what they did compared to last year. Into the tank of water they went. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Just let you know. All right, so I'll give you a quick update on my wife. She's alive. <laughs> Praise the Lord. If she wasn't alive, I wouldn't be on this show right now. I mean, come on. She's alive. She's at work. She didn't go until later. She's going to be there for kind of a regular shift. She's going to take off, and I want to tell you this ahead of time. She's probably going to take off Monday and Tuesday of next week, of which I might also take off Monday and Tuesday so that we can get some time together because we haven't seen each other uh, uh, the way that you know we hang out together in like a month. It's like that's too long for us. We don't like it. Okay, so it's uh, I'm just forewarning you, telling you up ahead of time. I'll let you know it won't be bad one way or another. Uh, Al makes a great point. Flowers are now at a great discount, which is ironic because all the people that forgot to get flowers are getting flowers today. I can tell you that right now. Uh, additionally, don't forget to pray for the audience. I'm going to pray for healing and health in a little while, but pray for your Feb buddies. Do not forget to do that. That's very, 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 very important. Okay? Okay. It's all right? It's all right. Uh, it's really amazing. I came across a piece that I taught 32, 33 years ago, and I'm going to probably teach that in about three weeks. Wow. It's like a 33-year-old. It's like, wow. But then it just reminds you, all this material, it's at least 2,000 years old. <laughs> it's not 3,500 years old, depending on what we're teaching out of. Let's get into our text. Is there anything we got to cover? I don't think so yet, right? Nothing going on yet. Uh, let's get into our text. Uh, I do want you to know that if you've got a prayer request or a praise report, don't hesitate. It doesn't mean it's like, well, he's going to be teaching. on No, no, that's not how we do it. If you have something on your heart, something going on, right? I mean, just give us a call. Just send a, send a text, whatever. We'll do that because taking care of one another is more important than anything. Except for the Lord talking to you directly and communing with you directly, taking care of one another comes in at that next level. So if we can do that, we'll be glad to do that, just to let you know. 
All right, we are in Psalm 31. For those that do not know about Psalm 31, which you might not know, I'm not sure, it's uh, it's really about the Lord being a fortress in adversity. So if you're looking for, you know, I need a psalm that kind of helps me understand, you know, like when I'm in adversity. So this was written by David. Now, not all the psalms were written by David, just the majority of them. Uh, Asaphron wrote, wrote some of them, and the sons of Korah wrote, wrote some of them, but that's this one's David. And uh, it's really about the Lord being a fortress in the adversity. And he starts off in Psalm 31, verse 1, In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in your righteousness. Bow down your ear to me. Here's the line that I like. Deliver me speedily. Some of your versions may say quickly or promptly or with haste or something along those lines. Uh, Be my rock of refuge, a fortress of defense to save me. So you get the impression as you read this psalm that the, you know, the, the, the picture that David's drawing is God being this refuge, this fortress, this rock. It's a lot of security words. And you should understand that. It's like he's like, man, this is kind of how I'm feeling. Things are a little bit tough. Now, we all understand God's timetable. Nobody's arguing about God's timetable, okay? But that does not mean, okay, that you can't ask him to speed it up. It, it does not mean he will speed it up. And you can ask him, though. You just have to remember, if you ask God to speed up his timetable, he kind of already knows you're going to do that. But if you ask him, you don't know. And he can always say no, and that's where submission comes into play. But look at what David says in verse 2. Deliver me speedily. <laughs> like, hey, hey, uh, I know that you're, you're, no, you're faster than the flash, and <laughs> I'd really like some flash stuff coming on. In other words, it's getting old. You ever felt like it's getting old and you need it to speed up? That doesn't mean, and I'm saying this in the nicest way, it doesn't necessitate that God's going to do that. Because in the meantime, while you're going through the process, God is your security. Do you understand that principle? In other words, you're going through it and it's got the moments. And it's got the, you know, it's got the, 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 the you know, okay, well, this is great. But the Lord is telling you, look, I'm your rock. I'm your refuge. I'm your fortress. Remember, a refuge is kind of like a lean-to. So when it's raining, you know, something you lean against the tree and you get underneath it so you don't get so wet. God is that for you in the rain. God is the one that you you can you can sit on, stand on, so to speak. He's your rock. He's your foundation. He's a fortress. Now, you know what a fortress is. I mean, you guys all, it's not even a Cowboys and Indians kind of thought process. It's more like the medieval thought of the fortresses. And it's like those fortresses and people are guarding them and they're protected and so on and so forth. That's what God is for you. In the midst of that, David says what? Uh, uh, if you want to deliver me speedily... <laughs> I'm game. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? So again, to ask God to deliver you is great. To be miffed at God because he doesn't respond to you is ridiculous. But you can petition him. He may say yes. He may say no. You're certainly allowed to ask him. But the great thing is he's telling you, I'm your rock. I'm your fortress. And when we come back, we're going to look at that exposed a little deeper as David dives into the rest of the psalm. Take our break here and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame.
Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no baloney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. What is the David Spoon Experience? What's happening is the churches and uh, educators and our government and everybody is too concerned about being politically correct. And what's happened is the walls have fallen down, and we need to rebuild them, and we need to build them back. And the only way we can do that is with God's people taking a stand. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. And I will say, especially in regards to the political correctness, it's just man's attempt to establish their own righteousness apart from God. And that's why it has so much confusion attached to it that nobody can figure out what's going on because it goes all over the place. Well, the the only hope for America is, is not the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. Uh, our hope, my hope is in God and his people taking a stand uh, this coming uh, election season. And uh, let's get men and women in office. And again, I'm not telling people to vote for, but we need to take a stand for God's truth and his righteousness. Yeah, that's fa- fantastic. I just want to thank you and extend a thank you to you for taking the time to come on the show, sharing with us, giving us that perspective. I appreciate it. And it was a privilege and an honor for me to have you on the show, sir. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. God bless. All right. God bless you, too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Pastor Franklin Graham. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the truth station here in Texas, we're getting ready to offer up our very first trivia question. I'm just going to double check with D just real quickly. I don't know if you saw that last email that came in to everybody. Did you see that very, very, very last email that just came in? I didn't. Okay. All right. <laughs> when you do, you get back on the air and you talk to me. You'll, okay. you'll, you'll understand. Okay. Uh, your first trivia question. What was the name of the Roman centurion in the book of Acts who saw an angel at Caesarea? What was his name? Now, for those that really understand great trivia, 
you might consider the name of one of the characters in the original Planet of the Apes. Okay, what was the name of the centurion, the Roman centurion, who saw an angel at Caesarea? Okay, so we're looking for the name of the guy that was like praying and then, right? And then this guy's like, oh, okay, we got to send somebody over to PETA. Okay, who is that guy? Let's let's give Ginny her props. Judy came up with Bob. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> His name was Bob. So you know what's great about Bob? If you spell it backwards, it's still Bob. Anyway, uh, if you think you know the answer, nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. You can see where we're going today. Uh, also two one four two one zero eight four eight three. And then additionally, you can send an email, David, at hemissincrease.org. We will do our DNA because it's important for us to do. Our DNA is what we're trying to live by on a regular basis. D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day. Every day that ends with Y, spend some time with the guy in the sky. Just, just, Just do it. Just spend some time with the Lord. And again, I'm not... I would actually encourage you to make it. I think it's great that people listen to the show. I encourage you to spend separated time. Separated time. Just you and the Lord. That's really at the core of of everything. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words, regardless of what politicians say or, you know, news people or. I mean, they're not even news people anymore. They're just really entertainers more than anything else, just, you know, literally throwing things out that tickle people's ears. Just keep in mind, it doesn't matter what they come up with. It matters what God has to say, not what they have to say. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve. OPM, other people matter. Keep in mind, it's very important that you, your situation as great or as horrible as it might be, you are not the only person on planet Earth. I know, it's amazing. Some days you just think I'm the only person. Yeah, no. So you want to keep other people on the radar and make sure you're taking care of them and being kind and a blessing to them as well. Uh, Once again, on the trivia question, what was the name of the Roman centurion who saw an angel at Caesarea? What was his name? And uh, I'm trying to tell you guys, if you remember one of the stars, Roddy McDowell, I think, played this character in Planet of the Apes. Let's see if you can remember it. Uh, That's his name as well. I'm pretty sure that that's a good clue for those of you who are older. You will understand. 972-445-0770. Also, 214-210-8483 or uh, david at he must org. So I'm reminding you again, don't forget about your February buddies. And don't forget about praying for the audience in general. You hear somebody, and you, you know you, whether it's in a fill or whether they call live, whatever the case may be, make sure you, can, you connect and pray for them. you got, uh, you know, 13 days left here in February. Pray for them. Spend a few moments just praying, lifting them up before the Lord. 
Um, I will ask you to pray for my wife and myself as we are in deep need of wisdom. We talked very briefly last night. We're going to have a much more extensive talk tonight and tomorrow as she is debriefing and, and de, what is it, decompressing from all the stuff that she just did. She did actually. So she went in at 5 to 5 yesterday morning and got home at 10.55. Wow. So that is... That's 17 hours and 55 minutes. <laughs> that's a lot of hours. <laughs> I was talking to my brother. I said, my wife did 34 hours in the last two days. I guess I said, don't start complaining. That's what I told him. <laughs> that's just that's how I started my conversation. Just like, I don't want to hear it. Right? Okay. So anyway, just keep her in prayer that Lord gives her energy. She's doing fine, but she's, you know, we're going to regroup and figure out what what's next best step. But we need wisdom. We want to make sure we're doing what the Lord wants. And we do feel like there's a taxing of this process. And so we need to make some changes that are coming in. Okay. You got your trivia question out there. And I'm going to go into back into the teaching because this part of the teaching is critical for you to understand prophecy as well as other things. Here you go. We're in uh, Psalm chapter 31. We're picking it back up at verse 3. I'll read verse 1 and 2 and then go into 3, 4, and 5, and you'll see why. He says, In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in your righteousness. Bow down your ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be my rock of refuge, a fortress that of defense to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Great how David does that because it's like, hey, because you have a reputation. <laughs> you need, I need you to lead and guide me because you have a reputation. It's not about me, Lord. It's about your rep too. And so then he says this, pull me out of the net which they have secretly laid for me. For you are my strength. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, God of truth. Now listen to this. This part gets skipped by all the time. But look at verse 5 in the very beginning. Into your hand I commit my spirit. Where have you heard that before? Luke 23, 46. That's what Jesus said on the cross. Into your hand... I commit my spirit. He's quoting this psalm. This gives more power or strength to when Jesus said, you know, uh, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, why, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That really, that wasn't him crying out because he was separated from God the way that people try to say it. That was really him quoting the psalm. Psalm 22, which is the first line of that psalm. And how do you know that that's true? Because then he, he quotes Psalm 31. Jesus is on the cross being crucified, quoting Scripture. You want to know how you're supposed to handle when it gets tough and rough and bad? Scripture is what Jesus, of course, is being led and guided by the Holy Spirit. Of course, he's in communion with the Father. But he's speaking out Scripture, and he's hearing that Scripture, and he's connecting to that Scripture. And when you're in the midst of being crucified and brutalized, right, you should be speaking Scripture too. That's exactly, by the way, how Jesus dealt with Satan in the temptations. He just quoted scripture. He didn't get in conversation. Hey, what would you think of that movie last week? He's just like, he just quoted scripture, quoted scripture. He didn't get into some kind of, you know, carnal con conversation. 
took his position, didn't move. And then we do have somebody who's going to answer a trivia question. Before we get there, I just want to point out this one thing in verse 7. He said, I hated those who regard useless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I'll be glad and rejoice in your mercy, for you have considered my trouble. You have known my soul in adversity. That's one of the most important things to understand. God knows you in your inverse, in the midst of your adversity. He knows everything about you. And when you're feeling kind of blue and boo-hoo, and many of us do, oh, three rhymes in a row, he knows. He knows your soul in the adversity. And he's still with you and still committed to you. All right, let's have the person uh, come on through to answer the trivia question. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh oh, get a little bit of a tough question. You can say that again. Hello? Oh. I think that's Brother Ace, but I is think that? he has a bad connection. Brother Ace, you got a bad connection? Okay, that's all right. Okay, uh, I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Hey, all right, uh, do you have an answer for the triv as what the name of the Roman centurion was? Do you know his name? We have a question. That's why I'm calling in. <laughs> Cornelius. That is correct, Domingo! Cornelius is correct, Amundo, and and just going way, 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 way back, Planet of the Apes. I'm pretty sure Roddy McDowell was the guy who played it. That was Cornelius was the name of of his character. <laughs> oh, I never have seen that one. Uh, right, well, boy, I'm a little, uh, I'm a boring saint. <laughs> uh, anyway. Good job, brother. Boring. Hey, but we love you. Thank you. I just, I didn't just want you to answer that question by yourself. So. All right, you got it, uh, brother. I appreciate right, it. Thank you. All right, God bless you. Yeah, see, Cornelius, that was the name. I'm, I'm, I'm about 99% sure. Somebody can double-check that on IMBD or something like that, but Cornelius was Roddy McDowell's character. You know, I don't know why. You guys remember that movie. You should remember that. All right, so bottom line. Bottom line is this. Jesus quoting Scripture, right? This is the Scripture he quoted at the, at the height of it. Into your hands I commit my spirit. Hey, guess what? In the height of the crucifixion and the trouble and the adversity, not only do you quote scripture, you live it. Hey, you know what, Lord? I give it to you. I can't do this. This is beyond me, but it's not beyond you. Please help me. That's what you do. You quote it, you live it, right? That's what Jesus did. Okay, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. There was a pastor. Now, I use that word with some reservation. Having been involved in uh, ministry and having the privilege of planting seven churches uh, throughout the United States and having three separate ordinations, I have a tremendous amount of respect for people who commit their lives into ministry. Uh, But whenever there's somebody on television or anywhere else that uh, is a nut job, then uh, I just call it like I see it. Okay, now that's what I call it. Call it like I see it. On the Sean Hannity show, uh, roughly about uh, two weeks ago, a reverend, so-called reverend Oliver White was on the show, and uh, Reverend Wright said this, and I'm going to repeat it because some of these things are just unbelievable. He said that Jesus was wrong about marriage, 
At least he didn't have the audacity to say he never said anything about marriage. He said Jesus was wrong about marriage and that marriage should be more than between a man and a woman. And then he proceeded to say this statement, ladies and gentlemen. He said this. Now, this isn't even the thing that's irritating. Then he proceeded to say this. If Jesus were alive today, he said, he would say, I didn't know it all. This is a man who's supposed to be representing Jesus Christ as a minister. This guy's no minister. And if you want to say, well, that's judging, I'll take that judgment all day long. All day long, I'll take that judgment, no matter what anybody says. Here's a guy that says two things. One, Jesus was wrong about marriage. Two, if Jesus were alive today, any person who proclaims or professes to be a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ and questions whether Jesus Christ is alive today or not is not a minister, but a false teacher. I don't care. I don't care if you like it. I don't care if you think that's mean. That's irrelevant. Facts are facts. And here's the thing that uh, just overwhelms me. This overwhelms me, ladies and gentlemen. Any person who is in public office, now this goes with this, all three, three of these things go together. Any person who is in public office who changes their convictions about same-sex marriage because another family member has made a decision to go into the lifestyle of being gay or lesbian, any person who changes their convictions, their biblical Christian convictions, based on another family member changing their status uh, into a, a gay or lesbian lifestyle, and then that person then changes their Bible convictions to, uh, to accommodate their family member is not fit to be a Christian. That's right. I said it. 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.